سلام خواتین حضرات ویلکم بیک ٹو دا ایپیسوڈ اف تھاٹ بہائنڈ تھنگز اج ہمارے ساتھ موجود ہیں ایک بہت ہی خاص مہمان جن کی ایک عدد سٹارٹ اپ ہے اسینشلی جو لوگ اسلام آباد میں ہیں یا ریسنٹلی اسلام آباد میں آئے ہیں انہوں نے شاید یہ دیکھی بھی ہوں گی دے کالڈ ایزی بائکس دے آل اوور اسلام آباد یو کین بک دیم ود این ایپ یو نو یو کین ڈرائیو دیم اراؤنڈ دے ار اسینشلی الیکٹرانک اسکوٹرز جی الیکٹرک اسکوٹرز الیکٹرک اسکوٹرز محمد ہادی از اے کو فاؤنڈر اینڈ سی ای او اف ایزی بائکس سر تھینک یو سو مچ فار بیئنگ پارٹ اف دی شو تھینک یو فار ہیونگ می ہادی ایم گونا اسٹارٹ دا کانورسیشن وچ از ٹرائنگ ٹو انڈرسٹینڈ a little bit about your early life um you know where were you born and uh, what was life life like for you so i was born in kuwait mm-hmm. and uh shortly after i was born uh my family moved to peshawar we spent a few years there wahan se phir hum wapas kuwait chale gaye mere wale sahab doctor the so he was kind of working there and on and off on and off and then we moved to islamabad um when i was 6 aur phir uske baad meri upbringing islamabad mein hui hai aur you know what sort of schools did you go to i went mostly to beacon house mm-hmm. aur uh, BMI. Or Uskibad, uh, I spent a little bit of time in Frobel's uh, or A-levels, my pair ISAS. So I got a joke at ICAS. Right. How was uh, schooling in Islamabad? It was great. Uh, Islamabad, this was a much more quieter place. Yeah. And um, what years are these? 90s. 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 I graduated at the end of the 90s. Right. A-levels. So um, um, Beacon House was an amazing experience. Mm. We, the boys' school or... really into sports i was very into sports so international games hua karti thi hamari cricket team wagaira usme bade active rehte the aur shaitaniya it was a lot of fun yeah a lot of fun aur bikna uske apne ek legacy bhi hai wo ek there's a certain uh, culture jo ke bade maze ka hai um us waqt bikna pura bana hua tha like the entire building and so when i started uh, in primary us waqt nahi bana hua tha they were still building it and i was in a jo branches thi unki f7 f6 mein uske baad phir i think i was in class سکس اور سم تھنگ لائک دیٹ جب انہوں نے وہ برانچ کھول لیا تو دین سکس سے لے کر الیونتھ تک ہم وہاں پر تھے رائٹ اینڈ ہاؤ از اسلام آباد ان دا نائنٹیز اسلام آباد از کوائٹ ویری کوائٹ مطلب اس طرح تھا کہ ہاٹ اسپاٹ تھا ہاٹ اسپاٹ تھا ہاں دے ور کپل ادرس جو کہ اب بند ہو گئے ہیں بٹ دیر ون ریلی مینی پلیسز ٹو گو رات کے گیارہ بجے وہ ٹریفک لائٹس بند ہو جاتی تھیں اور بہت سارے ہوتے تھے زیادہ ایف الیون میں میں سائیکلنگ کیا کرتا تھا دس بارہ سال کی عمر پہ روڈ بٹ نو ہاؤز تو اٹس اے ویری ڈفرینٹ پلیس نا بٹ آئی تھنک جو لوگ جو پرانے اسلام آبادی ہیں جو کہتے ہیں کہ یار کاش کے ہم واپس چلے جاتے آئی تھنک دیٹس اے پریکٹیکبل تھنگ رائٹ آئی مین اتنا بڑا ملک ہے اتنی بڑی عوام ہے تو اٹ از گن بی ایف یو ہیو اے ماڈل آف ایکسلنس وچ از افیکٹولی وٹ اسلام آباد از تو لوگ تو وہ بھاگے بھاگے آئیں گے رائٹ سو آئی تھنک ون یو تھنک اباؤٹ اسلام آباد اینڈ سسٹیننگ اٹ اٹس ناٹ اباؤٹ کہ لیٹس گو بیک ٹو ہیونگ اے سنگل روڈ اور چار گاڑیاں شوڈ بی از بلڈنگ اے سسٹینیبل ماڈل ویئر وی کین ہیو اے پلیس جہاں پہ درخت بھی ہوں ساتھ ساتھ میں بلڈنگس بھی ہوں اپارٹمنٹ بلڈنگس پرسنلی آئی تھنک وی شوڈ بلڈ اپ الاٹ مور بیکاز اسلام آباد ناؤ گیٹنگ ہیوج آپ یو نو موٹر وے سے لے کر جو اسمبلی ڈیم تک چلے جائیں اس بار ہنڈریڈ کلو میٹرس وائی بلڈ سٹی فار ہنڈریڈ کلو میٹرس جو لوجسٹکل برڈن ہے جو ٹرانسپورٹیشن انفراسٹرکچر وغیرہ پہ جو آپ کو برڈن پڑتا ہے دیٹس ایکسٹریملی ہارڈ Yeah. So I think we need to start building up more like an urban center. And that's why because of that, there's a sporadic mushroom growth. Societies, which we've seen in Lahore and Karachi. Instead of plants. Islamabad was all about plants. Exactly. You know, and that's why Eid is the only time when you think that you're going to be a Islamabad. Exactly. It feels like COVID. Uh, during COVID. Feeling COVID like. Yeah, uh, that was a beautiful uh, time. Uh, were you in Pakistan? I was here. I just come back. I came yeah. back right before the pandemic, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Because that was a beautiful Islamabad. Like, actually, um, there was a day during that main, the first lockdown, when I saw, from Jinnah Avenue, I saw the Kashmir Mountains. 
Very, very cold. <laughs> How cold is that? Like minus yeah, 10? It's, minus it's awful. Like it's, as a, summers, it's beautiful. Or lakes, 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 a lot of outdoor activities. But yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, minus 10, minus 20. Toh, uh, I mean, Anche. literally, I think my first winter, I remember, we were the international students the, after the semester had ended. We were going to go to the Christmas, Christmas. We were in dorms and we were bored. We were depressed. We were going to go to the house. You know, first time away from home and yeah. all that. And then a bunch of us were like, let's go to the gym. So, you know, we got ready, we went downstairs, we walked across the campus. It was like a two, three minute walk. We failed in our mission anyway. But by the time we got there, the moisture in my eyes froze. I mean, this was a real wake up call for me. I didn't know The people live in places that they're that cold. Yeah. And because of central heating and because yeah, of like yeah, skyways yeah. and underground tunnels and all that, I don't know it's doable. you were able to survive through it. Like it wasn't like I'm dying. within the campus. Everything's indoors. So anyway, that was my first experience going away from home. I hadn't been to the States before. Uh, hadn't been, didn't know anybody in the States. Had you traveled before to other countries? I traveled a lot to England. My mother is English. So growing up in Pakistan, I always had this sort of different experience because I Islamabad. I always uh, thought of myself as just a Islamabad kid. But I had this other sort of diverse influence. My mother is English. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like that's yeah. two separate set of cultures, yeah. um, you know, growing up. How, what was that like? It was great. I mean, I feel like, um, I think when you're getting raised, there's kind of a trade-off between um, stability and diversity, if uh, you know what I mean. Like, if yeah. your you know, background, if it's very linear mm. and very black and white, then that'll give you a tremendous amount of comfort. But mm. it doesn't give you much opportunity for exposure to different ways of thinking, different ways of life, different places. So I think one thing that was an advantage for me always was I was sort of torn between many different worlds, right? So Islamabad was from my background, KP, so we had this sort of whole thing there. Um, and then there was England, I'd go every couple of years there, mm. my cousins there. So there, was this, there were these very distinct worlds that didn't and know I, each and other. And these are like purely British cousins. Yes, like, purely British cousins. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a lot of these sort of cultural shocks. Cultural shocks but I think they, they help you, um, I, th- I think they help you grow as an individual, as a kid mm. and as an adult. Mm. And in that sense, it's probably, um, it's a privilege to have it. Yeah. And so, did you have like Pashto speaking, I uh, mean, Fully Islamabadi the or Pashto speaking types the uh, the Cousins would be the, mere, you know, we'd go back to the, we have a house in the village where they the, the, and Can you speak Pashto? I can speak pretty good Pashto, yeah. Achha, yeah so it's yeah. Pashto, English and Urdu? Yes. Um, and England, mein, when you used to go, um, to what was it like being a, being a Pakistani? But generally, look, when Pakistani goes, it's very clear. I'm hmm. Pakistani, I'm uh, English. I'm hmm. English. Hai. But this is an interesting thought that my cousins are English, I'm mm. Pakistani. Mm. Um, like I can and should connect with them also. Mm. 
and I can and sh- should connect with with Pakistan also. As a child, and, and even for for many of us as an adult, identifying yourself within the context of the world is difficult, right? Yeah. spectrum and you need to understand where do I fit. Yeah. So certainly, when you're dealing with different cultures, on top of just the general influences all of us have. That can be uh, challenging. Mm-hmm. I remember I spent like six or eight weeks there. I think and I was, I was upset about it. And uh, I realized that I was missing Islamabad. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of a very deep feeling of missing it. I realized that I belong to Islamabad. I think Islamabad belongs to me. And I hadn't really realized that before. I was too young. Yeah. Um, so getting that coming on coming to that realization, realizing that ha England there's cousins, it's a lot of fun, you know, the usual the way you feel when you're on holiday anywhere. Uh. And it was weird, I mean, to have that realization at such an age and that's never gone away. Or yeah. I've lived in many different places in the world, but wo feeling uh. like that sense of identity. So I think when you have those influences especially as a kid. Mm. you kind of have to deliberately choose a path mm. uh, because it's not just laid out for you, which is cool in a way, right? Because you get to pick from Multiple a menu of, 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 uh, of, of, of ways of life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pick the best parts. Absolutely. Um, bachelors, uh, like, uh, what business or economics? Mein. Achha, why did you choose that? Um, I thought I could get a job with it, I think. Uh, first, firstly, I <laughs> went in... thought process, that, like family, nee, I did, whatever the... Nee, family got background, my, my family was uh, professionals, um, you know, uh, doctors, etc. So, I, I guess I always had an interest in business. So, A-levels I did in business and economics and law. Or it was always between law and business, frankly. Uh, I thought law, a pre-law system, it doesn't really make sense, so I'll do business. I, I did actually, I think I started with international relations. Like, then I saw that nobody gets a job in it. So I thought, let's do business economics. Uh, right. So that's how I, I ended up doing it. Uh-huh. And I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, four years mein, while you were pursuing your degree, um, were, were you very academic? Like, were you a good student? Not really. I was a scholarship student, so I got a scholarship to go there. For, because of your grades? Yeah, sports well, scholarship, yeah. Uh, no, it was grades and they did like a bunch of interviews and essays and stuff like that, um, gotcha. which was very exciting to get. And that was sort of the reason I got to go there. Or um, So I had to maintain a certain GPA for that. Mm-hmm. Or I think I, to be honest with you, I, I, I enjoyed college at first uh, and I studied a lot. Or I had high GPA. And school, I was bored. So towards the end, as a beach me, I went to University of Warwick in England for a year study abroad. interesting. Or a junior year I spent there, I think. How would you so see? How would you differentiate between the experience there and very different, Achha. very very different culture. Achha, England me yeh ke the the academics were very difficult. Achha. they were more difficult than America. How uh, economics, for example, it was much more mathematical than sort of theoretical, Achha. which I struggled with. Like they hadn't given me the baseline in maths. Uh. Um, and I was never very mathematically inclined, so it was it was a, definitely a challenge. Was um, uh, It was also a, more of like a culture where you study Like you go in for a lecture, was read these thirty six pages. figure out. U.S. is much more handheld, at least liberal arts system. The thing I liked about the U.S. was I did liberal arts. Liberal arts you do a major. you have to complete certain in order to graduate. You have to complete certain other fields of study. So I had to learn about architecture and I had to learn about 
I don't know, you know, random things that had nothing so to do with it. So very diverse and very gives you a very sort of macro view of a lot of things. The view is that they want to give you like, they want to create well-rounded individuals, not just specialists. And I think that's very helpful because it educates you as a, as a human being. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and graduating in 2000 and when did you graduate? Two. Two. Yeah. Um, Pakistan, Pakistan came to Pakistan or did you work there? No. I did this way that... I was in England because I had the passport. Right. Uh, US was bad. There was the post 9-11? Post 9-11, post .com and all that. So it was a pretty right. bad situation. So I knew that I wasn't going to get a visa very easily. So I went to the UK. College uh, I'd done two internships at banks. Um, and so I figured, yeah, banking So moved there with a hope and a prayer. And uh, hadn't lived in London before. I mean, I'd visited. So then... Um, Found a job. It took a few months, and I found one. What uh, what company? I worked at Credit Suisse first, Boston at the time, um, right. which is one of the leading banks. Uh, and I had a really terrible job within <laughs> it. I mean, it was uh, like a back office job. Like within back office, it was also like nothing very intellectually stimulating, basically. But it was a foot in the door. Right. In fact, I remember I got an offer from uh, from Goldman at the same time, but I it was not a t- uh, permanent role. It was a temporary role. So I chose the CSFB one because I thought it was a permanent. You know, roles. Yeah, I could build a career. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Takia, like, what sort of work was was that? Okay, so we had the, we had documentation for transactions, basically contracts, which were going out the door for thousands of transactions every day, which were derivatives transactions. Right. Uh, basically, people were trading these these contracts, and what I think is sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, because there were so many contracts, um, some of them didn't get signed. Your counterpart, you thought they wouldn't sign it. Right. So there was risk in that, right? The, the, the economics might be misaligned or we might end up taking a loss. So then a team which I joined, which, whose job was just to chase. So they gave me a portfolio. Germany or whatever. I think it was like a letter. It was like I had like, you know, J to K or something like that. I don't know. And I just started calling these people. I don't know what they were What type of contracts are these? It was number call So... It was a, a way to learn, but also it was a way to understand. And so I started trying to understand why we prioritized certain trades. And we were doing it based upon age of mm-hmm. the contract. Yannike, how long has it been since they've given it back to us? But I realized we should actually add risk weighting to understand how much the trade was actually worth. So I presented that to my bosses. I remember I put the whole project together on it. So I went into a, into a management training program from there. Or I started you know, moving into other areas of the bank and ended up working um, in, uh, in on the trading floor. Right. How long were you there for at Credit Suisse? Yeah, at Credit Suisse, uh, I was at uh, for 15 years. 15? So it's the same place? Okay. Same place, yeah. But were you moving around? Like, in moved terms around of, a lot. Uh, yeah. Moved around geographically. So I moved for, after two years, I moved from London to New York. I spent okay. most of my time in New York. Beach, Mexico, Chicago, and Chicago. But, but, uh, but uh, did, depart, why, like, why the US? Did they send you or did No, I wanted to leave. I wanted to learn and I don't know. It's just too inconvenient. That's you know? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I can't take, I can't ah, take the rain. It's extremities, brother. It's awful. I can take cold. Just when you walk over me, but but the rain I just can't take. It's too depressing for you. Too depressing. Powerful is that New York, I knew it. I'd been in New York, you know, when I was in college. I like the U.S. culture. I like mm. the convenience. I like the opportunity. I like the positivity of their mindset, which I don't think mm. you get in England as much. Right. Um, and the idea that you can create anything you want, right? right? And create anything out of yourself that you want. And I mean, banking and mm. investment banking in, in New York, like that's just like, that's the, that's a mecca of mm-hmm. investment banking. That's right. Right. Yeah. So um, what was that like? Um, it was amazing. It was so much fun. 
I mean, it was the most intense, challenging thing that I've experienced. Is it like the movies? Yes. I mean, they say Wall Street. <laughs> yes, wo, it's like the movies. Uh, Wolves of Wall Street. And, Wolves of uh, Wall Street, I think, is a little bit extreme. But it's extreme. It's the other one. Big Short type. Big Short, exactly. Haan. I mean, I watched Big Short recently, and it actually, it reminds me of my work. Like, that's how our careers work. People are like that. You know, the eccentric thing, but aggressive uh, The trading floor culture, which probably exists still less than it did back then, but that was kind of the heyday when I was there. Um, but aggressive culture, it's a cowboy culture. So when you say aggressive, what do you mean by that? Yani ke, you know, you have to make money. You have to figure out how to make money um, with whatever you're trading, uh, whatever your job is. And there's no room for error. And you have to be quick. So if you mess up, you're... Toast. And if you do well, you're king. interactions with people. There's no formalities. It's like very quick. We need to do this as a million dollars on the line. So they can't wait for you to be like, um, uh, let me just have my coffee. Like it's very intense. But uh-huh. Sasan is a lot of fun. People uh-huh. joke around a lot. Well, during work, people are throwing footballs and, you know, it's like a scene. Uh, it was really a lo- great place to learn. I was in my early 20s. Uh, um, you could have spent that energy and time as well. Yeah. I feel like you need a lot of discipline for that, though. Ke aapko, I mean, it's long hours. It's, it's, you have to be there on time. Mm. Just uh, Labadi culture, na work. Two extremes. easy. And, and um, I mean, it's, 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 your time defined KR Kam Kaboga. New York is just, is like calm here, calm ke upper apne wapper hona, but now you're done. You're done. Look, I mean, I had like a beastman minute, Minnesota time was out of I had some time to adjust, but London time was out of There wasn't, it wasn't like an extreme. I think I could my Islamabad to direct New York, there would have been massive shock. Because you're exactly right, it's the under, other end of the spectrum. Yeah. It sort of hit me, KR. Why is it so relaxed? Why is it so slow? But, um, you know, it, you don't need, you need discipline, but you need more than anything, you need drive. Mm. New York people are very driven, hote, whatever field they're in, mm. as a generalization. And they're very, very competitive. Mm. And you know it's competitive. I know that if I succeed in my job, it's going to be tremendously rewarding. Mm. And if I don't succeed, if I don't go be above and beyond every day that I'm there, so somebody else is going to take my job. Because there's so much competition. It's a jungle, no? Yeah. Um, and it makes you very, very tough. It makes you much quicker, right? You start to learn your own inefficiencies because you have to adapt and you have to perform, uh, uh, which I think is a great thing to go through as an individual yeah. for a while. 15 years at Credit Suisse. Um, that's what, 2002 to 2017. Um, Why did you leave? I mean, that's I'm, I'm assuming you made a fairly good ton of money. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. And, and, you know, there was definitely a path ahead of me where I knew that in a couple of years I'd be uh, a managing director, which is kind of a senior uh, person there. And then you know, get a house in Connecticut. We plans are made like two car garage, 2.5 kids and all that. Just sub it. Right. Like, and, um, I didn't really want it. Why? And I think I, I, I think there were a couple of reasons. Number one was professionally, I wanted something that was higher risk, higher returns. I wanted to do yeah. something entrepreneurial. And I'd learned banking. And the, the best thing about banking for me was being in the room with incredibly smart people every day, right? Mm-hmm. Much, much smarter than I was, who I could learn from. Which I want my clients, but, or like our bosses, just mentors. Like it was an incredible culture to sort of Growth absorb information. Huh. But after a certain amount of time, you sort of get to the point where you're like, yeah, I've, I've now done this. I've seen this. I know this culture, right? And you kind of have to pick what you want you to do. begin to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Types, huh? And it's weird, you know, like I think at some point you have to 
you have to like choose what you want to be when you grow up, right? And to yeah. me, being a banker was not what I wanted to retire on. It was just, that was my choice. How old were you when you left? 36. Th- yeah, 36. Yeah. Do you think you like midlife crisis when you situation with the 40s? <laughs> I thought, why am I doing all of this? Um, uh, I guess I, emotionally, yeah. what was the emotional reason? I think that my always had a plan that I would go to Pakistan. And uh, I think I went to the States thinking I'd spend four years there. Mm-hmm. And I ended up spending a lot longer than that because it was worth it. But reconciling myself to like settling there was not, I think, on the table. And I decided that that was what's important to me. And I think it's not that that's right or wrong. In New York, say yeah, Islamabad, say yeah. Uh-huh. It's that success lies in living our life according to our values and actually being able to identify what our values are. And that's not that easy, right? So yeah. the congruence between your choices and your actual values is really important. And, and it's all very personal. Like, it all depends on personal. that per- particular individual. So for me, this was an important journey and I had to do it. Right. Um, and, and, and when you left, you, you were married and had kids? I did, yeah. When did you get married? I got married in 2010. Acha, and is your wife Pakistani? No, she's a Desi background, but she's American, born and raised. Never oh. lived outside the States before. Met her when she was at NYU. Acha. Or, uh, yeah, we were very happy in New York, but I... First, first generation Pakistani there? Uh, first generation, yeah. And uh, the kids obviously born, raised in yeah. New York. Yeah, New York and then Dubai. We actually moved to Dubai first. Right. Yeah. So in 2017, the family, entire family moved to Dubai? Yeah. Um, did you have a position there? Yeah. I, I, I quit Credit Suisse and then I found a job at Citibank and I started right. working there. Um, and it was really because I wanted to come closer to home. I wanted mm. to be at least within you know, a flight's distance. How was that, like, with the, with the discussion with the family and the kids particularly? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. I mean, no, look, look they, they, I think one thing that, you know, who you're married to makes a big difference in your life, right? Right. Uh, and I've been lucky because my wife is tremendously supportive of my entrepreneurial ambitions. And she wants us to sort of go and do amazing things. You could know, be a banker and I'm going to have coffee mornings, which is oftentimes the way people feel. Yeah. Um, so I've been very lucky in that. And she's supported me all the way and has helped me to get to this stage. Um, but certainly, you know, living in Pakistan was never sort of part of the plan for her, nor was necessarily living in Dubai. Yeah. So it was a, something that I had to explain what the reasons were, what the rationale was. But um, yeah, we've, we've made it work so far. It's been five years. So are they in Dubai? Uh, they're currently in, in Chicago, but they'll be in Dubai in the summer. Well, they're based in Dubai right now, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so are they now, are culture culture or everything? All of us, I think, we like it. Like, I think perhaps for them, Islamabad's too Islamabad, and maybe for the US, US yeah. is too US as well. Yeah, yeah. یوس That was. I yeah, mean, well, yeah, I think that's a that's a good enough. They're age. young enough. They're young uh, enough. Teenagers yeah. move can now to oh, 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 o
आपका शहर है यू नो दैट्स इंपॉर्टेंट कोई आइडेंटिटी भी तो होनी चाहिए ना होनी चाहिए देना तो देखो अपने आपको चले अमेरिकन बॉर्न अमेरिकन पासपोर्ट कहते हैं लेकिन ये कि दुबई में भी देर है इस्लामाबाद एक्जैक्टली राइट सेम सॉर्ट ऑफ जॉब नो आई मूव फ्रॉम इन्वेस्टमेंट बैंक इन प्राइवेट बैंकिंग अच्छा वट्स द डिफरेंस इन्वेस्टमेंट बैंकिंग इज वे यूर सर्विसिंग corporations so mm-hmm. you're working on them on their debt needs or their uh, capital needs essentially um and then private banking is where you're working with individuals typically uh individuals who are high net worth and helping them to invest their capital and manage their money so a uh, very different uh, feel to it um and uh but th- those those worlds kind of merge a little bit where you have very very ultra high net worth individuals who could they effectively become like companies mm. Um so that's kind of the area I was focusing on so it wasn't that different but uh it was different I think it was more that it was different field in New York right wo feeling nahi thi wo um sakuna thoda tha comparatively ha log relax karne aate the na Dubai New York ke mein baat karu you know generally there's this concept of wall street being this ultimate evil of the world and <laughs> and is 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 the reason for everything bad going on and wohi wali baat hai ki wo hamare yahan hamare ek globally it's a इट्स अ थिंग राइट लाइक इलॉन मस्क ने ट्विटर खरीद लिया ओहो यू नो बिलेर ये क्या कर रहा है टू मच पावर ये वो वट वॉज योर एक्सपीरियंस वट वॉज रियली दिस मनी एक तो जाहिर है कि एक थर्ड पार्टी परसेप्शन है कि वो यू नो दिस इवल पीपल हु जस्ट वॉन्ट टू मल्टीप्लाई मनी एंड वॉन्ट टू किड्स इन अफ्रीका बट Realistically, is there a pure industry? Is it calm? Is what's the what's the calm there? Is it evil? Is it? Uh, I mean, look, there's evil in it. There's greed in it. A lot of the the motive is greed, right? Um, and some parts of it, I would argue, don't necessarily add a lot of value to society. But most parts of Wall Street, you can make a very strong argument that they actually do add a lot of value to society. So, for example, let's say I'm a banker, and I raise capital for your company. which mm. builds medical devices right. right stuff that people use for managing heart patients right, right. they're pacemakers right for example i'm mm. sure pacemakers if you look back at their uh, how they were bought, brought up at some point wall street had a hand in raising capital for them mm. so there's actually good things in society that wall street can play a crucial role uh, creating capital and advisory opportunities and collaboration opportunities for that's what it does right. and Wall Street does it on steroids, right? The, the the pace and the size of capital formation is unprecedented in the world, and that moves the economy, that mm. moves businesses, that makes growth happen much faster, and that's a great thing for a com- uh, country, mm. and for a company, and mm. for an individual, right? right. Um, but then there are aspects of it which is purely about betting, right? right? Uh, and there's a huge amount of it where people are over, you know, there's definitely. Uh, because greed plays a factor even in those things where i painted a very nice picture of medical devices or but people might overinflate the value of it because they want to make more fees uh when you talk about trading uh there are very good reasons to trade derivatives uh, is what i was referring to mostly but all kinds of trading uh for example if i'm uh, a corporate treasurer and i need to make sure that my company doesn't lose money when the the dollar goes up i can enter into a derivative contract whereby i can fix the dollar effectively for myself right um so there's a real need for a company to do that to prevent losses but that creates other trades that are just betting right so there's a lot of greed it's not all good but it's not all bad ha matlab agar main is tarah se dekhu ke main agar pakistan ko dekhta hu um and i think kafi dafa hum mai podcast se bhi ye baat kar chuka hu ke hum generally na 
کیونکہ کے اندر ہم تھوڑا سوشلزم کی طرف بھی جانے کی کوشش کر رہے تھے اور وہ کر رہے تھے تو ہم نے کیپٹلزم کو اور جنرلی کیپٹل بیسڈ چینج کو سمجھنے کی کوشش ہی نہیں کی اینڈ سو وی رو کانسٹنٹلی ڈرون بائی دس نیڈ فار دا گورمنٹ ٹو میک تھنگز گریٹ فار اس اینڈ ون آف دا تھنگس دیٹ آئی میسنگ ان پاکستان از دیٹ وہی والی بات ہے کہ جب آپ کسی کو بھی جب آپ ایک گولڈ رش کریٹ کرتے ہیں نا کسی بھی سوسائٹی میں چائنا کو دیکھ لیں چائنا پیورلی کامنس تھا اس میں جب گولڈ رش آیا ہے تو دین دا سوسائٹی لٹرلی خود سے اس نے اپنے آپ کو ایک بڑا جائنٹ فیکٹری آف دا ورلڈ بنا لیا اینڈ آئی تھنک وہی والی بات ہے کہ پاکستان کے اندر ان ٹرمس آف دا کیپٹل اویلیبل اینڈ ان ٹرمس آف دا پیپل ڈرائیونگ دیٹ چینج فرام دیٹ کیپٹل وہ والی چیز ابھی نہیں آئی اینڈ اینڈ ایف آئی وڈ واسک یو ظاہر آپ کا ایک بڑا ایک ایکسپیرئنس رہا ہے واشنگ میں آئی ہیڈ اے کپل آف پیپل اس سے پہلے بھی جو کہ ور ان دی انویسٹمنٹ بینکنگ سائڈ اینڈ دے ور لائک کہ یار ہم نے لیفٹ پہ دیکھا پیسہ آ رہا تھا رائٹ پہ دیکھا پیسہ آ رہا تھا دے از اے اسپاٹ ان دا ورلڈ اور ان دا ریجن جہاں پر پیسہ نہیں آ رہا تھا جہاں پہ پاپولیشن دو سو بیس ملین کی تھی جہاں پہ ینگ لوگ تھے اینڈ اٹس اے نو برینر کہ ایٹ سم پوائنٹ یہاں پر ملٹی پلائر لگنا ہی لگنا ہے اور جب وہ لگنا ہے وہ وہی والی بات ہے کہ وین دا گولڈ رش ہیپنس وین دا منی از بینگ میڈ تب گورمنٹس بھی سیٹ ہو جاتی ہیں وہ بھی کہتی ہیں ٹھیک ہے لیٹس میک دا پالیسی ریکوائر ٹو 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 بی کنڈیوسو ٹو دس ڈو یو تھنک بیسڈ آن یور ایکسپیرئنس ان ان وال اسٹریٹ ڈو یو تھنک کہ پاکستان میں ہمیں یہ چیز نظر آئے گی اوور اوور دا نیکسٹ فیو ایئرز اور یار ابھی سے تو ویڈی اسٹارٹ سینگ اٹ رائٹ اگر آپ اسٹارٹ اپس کو دیکھ لیں جو دس بین لاٹ آف اٹینشن اباؤٹ دی اماؤنٹ آف کیپٹل بینگ ریزڈ وچ از ڈرون الاٹ بائی ایکسٹرنل فیکٹرس آؤٹ سائڈ آف پاکستان میننگ VCs can't find the valuations they need to in other markets, so they're forced to come here. Right. Uh, but it's a phenomenal opportunity for the country. And you're right, it had to happen because it is this massive economy. It really is potentially a massive economy. Um, but I think there's a lot of need for structural change to, to manifest some of that opportunity to actually have things uh, work. Can you talk about some of those? Like what, what could potentially... Um, support that change? As a business owner, like without looking at a macro view, uh, I can just speak to my own experience. Right. As a business owner, I think one thing which was a surprise for me coming back to Pakistan and working for the first time, because I'd never worked here. Right. My um, expectation was that it'll be a little bit wild, wild west. Regulation will be low. It's the polar opposite. It's over-regulated. It's highly right? over-regulated. Like the red tape is ridiculous. You have to sign up with four departments and stamp paper to sign up, for example. Uh. I don't know what stamp paper is. Uh. Like, I, don't, I don't understand that concept, right? I haven't seen stamp paper anywhere else. If you sign a contract with tissue, then that is... That's a contract, right? A contract. Right? A contract. Yeah. Um, so there's all these bureaucracies that, bureaucracies that I feel have been created, these bureaucratic steps that have been created to service an industry of people just having jobs for no particular reason. Yeah. And that leads to inefficiency. Or in some ways, that's more dangerous than Wall Street, right? right. Because it stops uh-huh. economic growth. Because they can, if I, as a business owner again, or as an individual, uh-huh. we all have a finite amount of energy, right? right? There's only a certain number of things we can focus on. Yeah. Right? You have a certain amount of mind share. It's not even necessarily about time. So if yeah. you're focusing on XYZ, you're not focusing on ABC by definition. It's a trade-off. So as a business owner, if I'm focused on bureaucratic steps, This is slowing me down and I can't focus on the other things that could be opportunities. This is like an individual as well. If you're busy every day, gas you're focused on, oh, yaar, wo plug, take care of the electrician, water is not coming, 
those are low value add points in your life. One of the advantages of living in developed economies is that those things are taken care of. You don't even think about it. I was in Dubai and I never even thought about it. Where is the water going? I didn't know. You don't need to know. ہو رہا ہے تو آئی تھنک وی مائی گیٹ دیئر سلولی آئی تھنک وی نیڈ پک اپ دا پیس بیکاز حقیقت یہ ہے کہ دنیا بہت تیزی سے آگے بڑھ رہی ہے اٹس سورٹ آف ایٹ ہائپر اسپیڈ ایٹ دس پوائنٹ اینڈ اف وی موو سلولی دین دا ڈسٹینس از ٹو بیکمس ٹو گریٹ ٹو فاسٹ ڈو یو تھنک جب سے یہ فار ایگزامپل بڑی بڑی ویلویشنز آئی ہیں اور یو نو پہلے وہی تھا کہ اسٹارٹ اپس کو کوئی سیریس نہیں لیتا تھا اب تو پرائم منسٹر بھی ٹویٹ کرتا ہے کہ یار یہ یو نو کنگریچولیشن اتنی ویلویشن آگے ڈو یو تھنک ناؤ دا سیریسنیس کیونکہ پہلے جب جاتا تھا ایک اسٹارٹ اپ اور جا کے بات کرتا تھا لیٹ سے ایس سی سی پی یا اسٹیٹ بینک سے کہ لیسن لائک وی نیڈ دس سارٹ آف نیو ریگولیشن یا اس ریگولیشن کو چینج کیا جائے تو وہ کہہ دیتے بھائی کام چل رہا ہے یو نو سیٹ کمپنی اس طرح کام کر رہی ہے تم بھی کر لو اب ہم نے پچھلے چار پانچ سال میں دیکھا پرٹیکولرلی کہ اسٹارٹ اپ ریلیٹڈ بہت چیزیں آنا شروع ہو گئیں چاہے وہ اسٹیٹ بینک کی ہوں چاہے وہ ایس سی پی کی ہوں ایس سی پی کا سینڈ باکس آیا جس میں وہ چیزوں کو ایکسپلور کر کے change will accelerate yeah i think it will i think you're exactly right um from the standpoint of regulation yes the fact that we're getting more and more fdi coming into the country as a result of what startups are doing makes them serious players they're we're more and more organizing ourselves informally informally so that we can present what our needs are to uh, uh our partners within government and they've been very increasingly receptive and again i think they've done a really good job in some areas ابھی بہت کام باقی ہے بٹ دیٹس ورکنگ اینڈ اٹ ول ہیپن ایٹ اے فاسٹر پیس اینڈ آئی تھنک دیٹ ول لیڈ ٹو فاسٹر گروتھ I can't remember, two, three others, like literally financial models but both of us had our careers and we didn't make the plunge. He, he was the one who did it first. I was at Citibank in Dubai at the time. And he started doing something uh, around uh, fleet tracking. Um, What does that mean? Uh, basically a fleet management tool. So OBD devices were put in the cars. So keep tracking of sorts, but for, uh, for, for, for fleets. For, yeah, for fleets. For, no, not necessarily, even just for B, B, B2C as well, for cars. Like, so okay. you can track anything going on with your driver or whatever. Like, it's like a cheating thing. I didn't think that that was a viable business model. And I had happened when I was in Dubai to come across uh, some really interesting things going on in uh, India and in Asha. other parts of Asia around mobility. Right. Uh, and specifically, a second wave of disruption beyond ride hailing. Right? Mm-hmm. Get, apart from ride hailing, what can be done using technology, using shared economy 
to solve this massive problem of mobility mm. in emerging markets. It's not out of, you know, there's this massive population and people need to get around and they can't afford the cars or the motorcycles and there's no mass transit or, or weak mass transit. So how do you empower people, mm. right? And that problem is still not solved, right? Especially by ride hailing. So uh, I saw some really interesting things going on in Asia. I talked to Ali about it. We were like, yeah, this Pakistan. And we started a company. We started working on a P2P car rental service called Roamer, which was our first product. And um, it wasn't until uh, a year or so later when I was raising some capital from a few friends that I decided to give full-time banking because I thought there was potential and I thought there was my responsibility if I was going to raise capital from people to be entirely dedicated to it. Right. Um, Romer ka falsafa to essentially ye tha ki yaar main agar Lahore ja raha hu to main app pe dal dun aur koi mere saath chala jaye aisa hi tha shuru mein aisa hi tha uske baad fir humne within city rides bhi introduce kar li thi which were basically ke aap main yahan se Bahria town ja raha hu to mujhe main kisi ko utha ke le jaun saath apne nahi aapka we were using the same cream uber supply base aur aapka ye tha ki agar aap for example Bahria town jana cha rahe the uske baad you wanted to go to two three other places Instead of charging you for the A to B taxi ride, we would say that you can take it for whatever you want and fixed price, no fuel right, right. within the city. So um, that ended up being the majority of our rides, although we still did a lot of the out, out of city, that people wanted to go to Lahore, and it went really well. We started expanding it. We raised a little bit of money, as I mentioned. We started spending on user acquisition for the first time. But overall, we, we I think we had about 1,500 cars, about 75,000 users. So growing about... And these were cars which were other investments. You were other investments. Was this... Uh, um, um, like, was it profitable? Yeah, no, it, it, wasn't, it was not profitable, but it was uh, profitable from a unit economic standpoint. Like the, the, they, those were real. And that was something we, we really prided ourselves on because within mobility, most companies... Their unit economics are upside down, right? So they make yeah. a loss on every ride. Uber yeah. makes a loss on every ride, right? Kareem makes a loss on every ride. So uh, we actually had positive unit economics and we wanted to keep it that way and we were very happy about that. Uh, and we started to expand saying, okay, but then uh, COVID hit. Mm-hmm. We had already planned to launch scooter sharing as a second product. But when COVID hit, our volumes, Kareem's volumes, Baikia's volumes, they all dropped to like 20% of peak. Mm-hmm. At that point, I think one thing that Ali and I did right was we reacted very quickly. Like by the middle of March, second week of March, I remember we sat down. We were like, yeah, Deko, if this is three months, we can ride the wave and, and, and come ride out the storm. If this is three years, we thought about it. We were like, listen, if this is this sort of, you know, pandemic scenario, you're not exposed, yeah. right? You're on your own. So maybe this would be a really good service to introduce at this time because people might need it. Maybe they can do this, it's cheap. So we decided to repurpose all of our capital and all of our energy on EasyBike. And we let Romer run on kind of auto drive for a while. It's eventually in the but for all intents and purposes, we started working on on launching a scooter sharing service, becoming an electric mobility transportation provider right? and and launching a scooter sharing service in October 20. And at the time um again so this is going from a uh, a platform that allows um folks with cars and drivers mm. to folks who are looking to go around yeah to becoming a platform that has their own scooters mm. and people can use them so it's a it's a product company mm-hmm. directly right mm-hmm. um and that means a lot of capital investment yeah um 
how did that like what were the thoughts on that because wahi wali baat hai ke dusri wali side comparatively is easier at the end of the day because it's still you know you're just creating an app and you're marketing that app and it's just a matter of if enough people have trust in you to the model works is case mein you're essentially saying ke bhai theek hai pehli baat to ye ke you're getting into something completely new scooters kahan se aayenge kaise aayenge theek hai duniya mein to chal rahe hain to china se aa jayenge koi aisa masla nahi hai but phir aapko unko maintain bhi karna hai phir aapko unki ek to jo scooter ka design hai wo ko chori karke le jayega wo wale masle um so so was that all built in yeah was that yeah so we 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 did a lot of analysis of this scooter sharing industry before, before we launched uh, it was something i'd been studying for approximately a year Achha. okay um and what we had learned was that yes it's capital intensive but it's actually makes a lot more sense from a unique economic standpoint okay ride hailing ka and and romer in a way was ride hailing is quasi ride hailing right um ride hailing ka sabse bada challenge supply side pe and to put it very and this takes nothing away from what kareem has achieved and what uber has achieved i mean kareem in this part of the world is an amazing company that has brought about unprecedented change mm. and i take my my hat off to them and i said that the the core model is not viable S- sustainable it yeah. doesn't make sense mm. you can't price a ride for the common consumer in pakistan whereby you could actually pay someone for their time and their car it's not possible mm. so you will either make a loss or make it too expensive for the common consumer mm. um and and us ki to samajh aati hai na us to keh raha hai ki yaar hum we're going to wait it out till um, automation and then cut the cost of the driver but wo cheez pakistan mein yes even that is debatable kya us tarah hoga nahi hoga it's a long way out right uh-huh. and they need their public companies now they need to show profitability or path to profitability before that uber starting to do that right right um how are they how like what okay, right is expensive karke kar rahe hain kya right is expensive karke kar rahe hain and reducing globally like in pakistan reducing uh, bonuses and guarantees for the riders Achoo. for the sorry supply which was their main cost right. scaling it isn't difficult on the demand side demand yeah. to hai pakistan jaise mulk mein aur 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 bhi bahut sare mulkon mein but it's about actually securing supply that's very difficult and so what we realized was yeah if we just own our own fleet yes it's capital intensive uh. but our cost of providing the service is a fraction of what you know a a uh, two wheel ride hailing service can provide it because they have to pay the guy uh. so we can make we can beat them on price and make pr- a profit doing it so that that was a big motivation for us and uh you know i think for ali and i both of us like we want to grow fast we want to acquire a lot of users but we also want to have a real business right and that's really important to me and i think that having one that has a path to profitability that has sound fundamentals and can actually get to the point where it makes money and makes big change mm. is really important to us mm. so we wanted to do something new that was going to be the first self drive service in pakistan mm. um it was going to be more convenient more affordable mm. and more fun mm. and more safe than really any other service in pakistan so we were like yeah this is what tech should be doing beyond ride hailing is bringing new ways for people to travel that empowers people in urban centers right and that was the idea behind easy bike and um yeah it's gone incredibly well mashallah kahan kahan pe bhi islamabad mein sir available abhi to we are in f6 f7 f8 f9 f10 f11 acha so we're in the f segment uh we'll be launching inshallah in bahriya town soon right um we are going to also launch some of the g sectors we're actually going through an expansion phase now so what happened was we tested out our product for a long time mm. with very small volumes proprietary software and banacho ke the but it was really the challenge was the hardware understanding right. ki kaun si jaisa aap keh rahe the kaun si bike chalegi kyun chalegi what do you have to modify 
डू यू गेट डेटा ऑन एक्टिव डेटा ऑन के बाइक में कितनी बैटरी रह गई है मतलब अगर मैं फॉर एग्जाम्पल मैं कहता हूँ मैं एफ सिक्स से उठाता हूँ एक स्कूटर कैन आई कम टू एफ इलेवन ऑन अ सिंगल राइड जी एंड वट्स द मैक्सिम स्पीड फॉर इट थर्टी थर्टी फाइव किलोमीटर्स पर आवर अच्छा सो एंड मतलब आपको पता लग रहा होता है कि यार ये वाली बाइक जो है इसकी फ्यूल या बैटरी खत्म होने वाली है तो लेट्स गो एंड रिप्लेस हमें रेंज का पता होता है यार एग्जैक्टली एंड इसका मतलब रेंज का पता होता है या एक्टिव बैटरी का जैसे फोन की एक्टिव बैटरी की ट्वेंटी परसेंट रहेगी टेन परसेंट रहेगी एक्टिव बैटरी का भी पता होता है पता होता है एंड देन वट अबाउट मतलब कि आपको स्कूटर उठा के ले जाना पड़ता है उसको चार्ज करना पड़ता है या नहीं तो वी अगेन वी मीन स्टर्निंग स्कूटर शर्निंग तो वट यू डू ग्लोबली इज अबाउट नाइनटी परसेंट कंपनीज डू दे डू बैटरी स्वापिंग जिसका मतलब ये होता है कि इंस्टेड ऑफ मूविंग विच इज एक्सपेंसिव डिफिकल्ट एंटायर स्कूटर टू चार्जिंग स्टेशन आप करते हैं कि यू बाय बैकअप बैटरीज यू कीप चार्जिंग दम इन वेरियस लोकेशन एंड यू जस्ट रन अ ट्वेंटी फोर आर स्कैजल विच इज वॉट वी डू ऑफ स्वापिंग दम आउट सो वी मेक श्योर आर फ्लीट इज अप एंड रनिंग एंड इट सम लर्निंग टू बी ऑन इन बिगिनिंग वी डिन हैफ बैटरीज नफ स्कूटर्स और नफ एक्सपर्टीज But now we 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 keep our fleet offline online, um, which is an amazing accomplishment because operationally this is very complex. Yeah, we've been very very lucky to have phenomenal proprietary software of our own uh, and hardware increasingly, uh, and now we've learned so much about electric vehicles. Okay, we're able to run this. And we've learned the ops. So we're able to actually scale it at this point. Right. So now that's why we basically we went and we raised a round, um, and then we started scaling the service. Right. The other thing we're doing is we have realized that. Okay, so what happened was we thought initially the initial thesis was that we will buy these bikes and But what we learned, as you're quite right, is that you need to learn a lot about the actual bike itself, the scooter itself, right. the technology. So you end up putting together a team, right? Experts who can understand how to, you know, modify them, maintain them, assemble them. What we learned is we couldn't buy them from the market here. Jo, we started to maybe tried a few different companies. They didn't work out. Right. Uh, the quality wasn't there. And our if our company sells like that, there's no point in us buying. So we had to. Majboor, okay, we vertically integrated into assembly. Achha, why didn't you get like bunny banai from China? Uh, yeah, that's very expensive. So you you have to you have it's to bring it in. Duty or duty? So you have to bring it in CKD uh, right. in parts, and then you have to assemble it. And this is based on the electric uh, vehicle policy, which is that's correct. July twenty twenty. Yeah. Achha, so yeah. you get like what uh, is it? Tax break or rebate? Uh, tax break on certain parts which are electrical and not available in Pakistan. You get a one percent customs duty. और right. उसके बाद जो बाकी बाइक है जो कि यहाँ पे जिसके लोकल पार्ट्स हैं मोर ड्यूटी इज पेबल ऑन दैट बट ओवरऑल इट्स मच मोर अफोर्डेबल दैन इट यूज टू बी बिफोर एंड सर्टनली मोर देन ब्रिंग इन अ सी बी यू सी बी यू इज वेरी एक्सपेंसिव सो या वी ब्रिंग इट हम खुद से जोड़ते हैं एंड इवन इफ यू डिट मेक सो मॉडिफिकेशन इट मेक सेंस टू ब्रिंग इन इन पार्ट्स एनी वाई टू बीस्ट नहीं तो आपको सारा वैसे ही डिसम्बल करना पड़ेगा सो वी डिसाइडेड स्टार्ट असेंबली वी स्टार्ट असेंबलिंग स्कूटर्स ऑन द रोड मॉडिफाइड वी आर द ओनली company in Pakistan has done that at scale right yeah, we've assembled yeah. modified uh we've maintained we've operated a, a fleet right of electric vehicles and so we realized yeah if we've got this understanding let's just look at the broader opportunity here mm. so we set up our own uh assembly unit mm. or we are setting up our own assembly unit uh a large assembly unit and uh we're now building our own scooters for our ride uh sharing business for our scooter sharing business so ek to ye ke aap apne apne liye to bana hi rahe hain bana hi rahe hain aur uske alawa we're going to launch our own consumer product we're going to sell easy bike scooters this summer inshallah b2c ya b2b um b2b or b2b2c okay uh so basically B2B तो मुझे समझ आ गई फूड पैंडा हो गया ये हो गया वो हो गया उनके लिए बड़ी यूटिलिटी है या तो आप उस कंपनी को बेच सकते हैं या आप डायरेक्ट राइडर को बेच सकते हैं थ्रू द कंपनी बाय पार्टनरिंग विद द कंपनी राइट ठीक है सो बट नॉट नेसेसरीली लुकिंग फॉर इंडिविजुअल्स लाइक आई दे कम दे कम इवेंचुअली राइट लाइक हम शोरूम अगर लगा देते हैं तो एंड वी आर सेलिंग इट वी आर क्रिएटिंग अ प्रोडक्ट दैट वी थिंक सर्विस इज वेरी गुड फॉर the लॉजिस्टिक्स एंड डिलीवरी स्पेस बिकॉज़ इट्स अ ग्रोइंग सेगमेंट व्हिच इज रियली सफरिंग फ्रॉम द इफेक्ट्स ऑफ द राइजिं
पेट्रोल प्राइसेस राइट सो वी कैन मैसिवली रिड्यूस पेट्रोल प्राइसेस ये गेम होने वाली है यार आने वाले दिनों में या अभी तो 2500 रुपया पेट्रोल बढ़ जाएगा आपका तो आपका तो ओए होए होए मैंने सोचा ही नहीं था तो व्हाट वी कैन डू इज जो जो हमारी हमारा जो गोल है एक सॉरी सॉरी इसको मैं मुझे एक बात बताएं कॉस्ट ऑफ स्कूटर क्योंकि जनरली क्या हो रहा है कि यार हर जो स्कूटर है वो आपका पेट्रोल वाला वो एक एवरेज लेट से होंडा का स्कूटर है निन्यानवे सतानवे हजार रुपए का सी डी सेवेंटी का जी अगर मैं सिमिलर कैलेबर की एक इलेक्ट्रिक बाइक लेता हूँ तो वो सडनली उसको कहते हैं कि यार वो बड़ी सस्ती होगी बिजली होगी होगी लेकिन एक लाख अस्सी हजार रुपए की होगी एग्जैक्टली राइट ठीक है अब कंज्यूमर द मिनट ही कंज्यूमर नहीं स्विच ऑफ वो स्विच ऑफ है वो ये नहीं सोचता भाई साफ सी बात है मैस मार्केट कंज्यूमर है वो कोई इतना बैठा तो नहीं कैलकुलेशन लगा रहा है कि यार चार रुपये में उधर बचाऊंगा तो मेरे साल में इतने बच जाएंगे बड़ा सिंपल कंज्यूमर है वो कहता है यार मुझे ऑन द गो कितना पैसा बचाटली एंड सो जब आप ये लॉन्च कर रहे हैं वट्स द डिफरेंस इन टर्म्स ऑफ द इकोनॉमिक्स दर यार देखें बाई टू टू ड्रेस वट यू सेंग बाई टू थाउजेंड एक्सपेक्टेशन ये है कि ई वीज बिकम प्राइस पार प्राइस पैरिटी विद पेट्रोल इंजन ठीक है सो देर आर एडवांसिस इन टेक्नोलॉजी दिल इवेंशली मीन के जिस जो आपकी मिसाल थी उसमें ना लाख की आपको बाइक में मिल जाएगी इलेक्ट्रिक राइट ठीक है फिलहाल देर इज नो वे डू इट ठीक है एक्सेप्ट इफ यू आर लिव मोर इमेजिनेटिव अबाउट हाउ टू चार्ज हम सो वट वेर डूइंग इज अ सोल्यूशन नॉट जस्ट सेल्फ मैं उठा के बाइक्स आपको दे दूँ एक लाख अस्सी की बाइक को तो किसी ने नहीं खरीदी ना फिर टॉक डिलीवरी डज मेक सेंस सो वट वेर डूइंग इज वेर सेटिंग इट अपन वे where the cost of the scooter which you will purchase will be 80% roughly of leading motorcycle brands Thieke. 70 to 80% theek hai so sasti padegi aapko theek hai plus the operating cost will be about 50% of leading motorcycle brands acha so you would actually not only buy a cheaper scooter but you'll actually also recoup your investment within less than a year uh but through your fuel savings but so how 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 <laughs> how are you through swapping Achoo. We already do battery swapping for our own fleet, so we've learned it, and this is something which is a revolution taking place around the world. So is it a subscription service essentially? For the batteries, you rent on a daily basis, not subscription. आपको बैटरी चाहिए आपने कहीं जाना आप मेरे just like you go to a petrol station, you fill fuel. You come to my petrol station, you fill you fill a battery. I will swap your battery in two minutes. Convenient. Oh, so you're building the ecosystem essentially. You're subsidizing the ecosystem. The, the thing with the EV EV ecosystem is you can't build one part of the tripod without the other. आप right. batteries बनाएं there's no point. Nobody's going to take them. आप charging infrastructure बनाएं there's not nobody coming to them. तो आप देखें सांबाब में खाली पड़े हैं राइट? You 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 go to a uh, build a scooter. It's not going to work unless you build the other pieces of it that actually work. Haan. what we're doing is a three prong solution we are sourcing batteries mm. which are 60% the cost of regular batteries Peak 60% of the cost so we're buying cheap batteries uh. we are then deploying them in battery swapping stations where you can come as a consumer whenever you need you pre-book on our app just like we're doing right now for our scooters aap uh. battery pre-book kar li aap chale gaye jane supermarket ruke 2 minute mein hamara banda aapke liye swap kar dega there's no range anxiety the two issues aapne pehla issue identify kiya ki why do people not buy evs mm. because of the price dusra range anxiety hai range anxiety hai even uh. when somebody buys neutron right uh. they still have range anxiety kisi ko kuch pata nahi hota there's uh. no range anxiety we will have a ubiquitous battery swapping network aap jidhar bhi jayenge aapko battery mil jayegi hamari and it will be costing you half of what petrol costs so as a delivery company delivery rider your savings are massive jisko subah shaam karna hai aur usne karna bhi pass pass ki wo hain and 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 wow interesting scooters jo aa rahe hain for the consumer market or or other b2b to b b2c um are this are they the same design uh, as the current ones available nahi they're different they're, they're a little different. bit bigger uh, they look like a regular scooty they're very cool looking 
Achha. Uh, yeah, we're very cool looking. We're very proud of them. And uh, would they would they support like keeping a bag for yeah, delivery? Yeah, delivery rack on the back, and it can see two people. And do you have to? Or its max speed? Sorry, sixty kilometers will be. Achha. Very fast. Wow, that's pretty cool. Like, if sixty kilometers, what will you say? That my car is two hundred meters long. No, no, no. Actually, it's sixty kilometers. And their acceleration. I don't know if you've driven an e-tron or one of these I other haven't. electric vehicles. They're, they're I've extremely heard they're crazy. fast. Yeah. So the the, the, the acceleration on one of these scooters as a delivery rider, I need acceleration. Need, right? It's very very on and, and off, on and off. I'm going to get ninety on on a road in Pakistani cities because there's too much traffic. Yeah. What I need is I need to go from zero to fifty really fast. Uh. These will beat any motorcycle any day. And the noise fast. is uh, off as no, well. No noise. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Clean. Um, Which is a need, right? And we don't talk yeah. about it, right? The the noise pollution. Forget about that. The air pollution in our in our cities. Look, uh, right? Uh, this is reducing longevity in our cities. It's an emergency. Second worst air quality in the world. And if you're going to make the EV transition in Pakistan and you're going to have an, a change on air pollution, mm-hmm. you're going to do it with two wheelers, not four wheelers. There's 22 million motorcycles. It's a very opportunity. Like business philosophy and plus having an impact on the society. There's a big two-wheeler opportunity, not such a big four-wheeler opportunity. There's like four million cars. Mm. And it's a big investment, very difficult to move cars to EV. Right. But electric may host that. And if we can do that, which we are, that's our mission. That's what's right. keeping us up at night. If we can do that, there's a massive impact you can have in the economy. You can build an EV production industry in Pakistan, uh. right? So no longer just import. And before that, we had a little bit of a जो आपका इजी बाइक इट सेल्फ है hmm. उसमें अभी तो आपने एफ सेक्टर में लॉन्च किया साफ सुथरा है इजी है <laughs> अभी आप जाहिर है कि इसको एक्सपैंड आउट करेंगे आप बाकी जगहों पे लेके जाएंगे आई थिंक देयर अ ह्यूज मार्केट इन रावलपिंडी आई थिंक देयर अ ह्यूज आई मीन इट्स एन इनक्रेडिबल मार्केट इन लाहौर एंड कराची एब्सोल्युटली बट इसको मैं थोड़ा सा साइड करूंगा क्योंकि मैंने आई बीन स्पीकिंग टू स्टार्टअप्स अराउंड दिस सिंस एटलीस्ट द पास्ट 7 इयर्स सो आई हर्ड अबाउट जब ये मेट्रो पेशावर हो रही थी तो आई बिलीव एल एम के टी वॉज वर्किंग ऑन ए लास्ट माइल एंड वो अभी आई थिंक इलेक्ट्रिक थी समथिंग ऑफ दैट शॉर्ट या शायद पहले इलेक्ट्रिक थी इवेंचुअली बाइक साइकिल पे आ गए वो भी उसका ज्यादा सुनने में नहीं आया कि क्या हुआ क्या नहीं हुआ सक्सेसफुल मॉडल था नहीं था किस तरफ जाए फिर मैं नेस्ट के अंदर देवर कपल ऑफ प्लेयर्स जिन्होंने जो कि वही था कि अगेन देवर इंजीनियर्स वो ग्राउंड अप बैठ के पूरा डिजाइन कर रहे थे एंड जाहिर उसके अगेन हार्डवेयर के बड़े मसाइल हैं बट दे वेंट एबल टू ब्रेक इन टू द मार्केट एंड वो यही आता था कि यार अच्छा ठीक है प्रिंसिपली आइडिया इज गुड लाइक सैन फ्रांसिस्को में वो चल जाएगा बट पाकिस्तान में कल्चर ही फर्क है वो वॉट हैपन्स वैन आपने तो जी कैपेक्स डाल के बाइक्स मंगवा दी अब वो एक बंदा आया एक दिन आके पिकअप में एक एक करके सारी बाइकें उठा के ले गया और पार्ट्स बेचना शुरू कर दी उसने जाकर एंड स्पेशली व्हेन यू यू आर क्रिएटिंग दैट इकोसिस्टम तो सडनली द डिमांड फॉर अभी तो देखें अगर द बाइक इज लॉक्ट इन तो उसको चोरी करने का भी कोई इतना खासा फायदा नहीं है बट जब सडनली वही इको के अंदर फूड पैंडा का राइडर भी उस तरह की बाइक यूज़ कर रहा है बाकी लोग भी कर रहे हैं तो मैं जाता हूँ मैं जाकर उसका इंजन फेंकता हूँ या मैं मेन जो चीज़ है वो फेंकता हूँ मैं इंजन किसी को बेच देता हूँ मैं पहिए निकाल के बेच देता हूँ Demand for a for a black market will certainly 100% start. And so the bigger question is कि जब ये चोरी होना शुरू हो जाएगी तो you know how do you deal with that? Like mm-hmm. is that something जो कि अभी तो चले मॉडल से ही चल रहा है आपकी एक सर्टन वो है एक फाइनेंशियल मॉडल भी है बट अगर वो चोरी होना शुरू हो जाएगी तो हाउ डू यू डील विद दैट सो वी वी लुकड इट फ्रॉम अ फाइनेंशियल स्टैंड पॉइंट के वॉट इज दी रेशो ऑफ ऑफ दैट वी कैन डील विद एंड डैमेज राइट आई थिंक the model makes a lot of sense until you get to sort of uh very high levels of theft first of all you better about okay uh secondly um because you want to discourage theft you just build lots of layers of security of, of security right. so we have proprietary hardware 
proprietary software and operational resources to prevent that from happening, which works. Um, and uh, so theft really hasn't been a factor for us. Um, and once you develop the expertise and you get the understanding of it, I think you can make it work. Mm. Um, so I think, I think that my expectation is, yes, theft will increase when it becomes a common product of this type of vehicle, no doubt. It'll be more prevalent in certain geographies, right? Islamabad, as you said, it's a secure place. But overall, you can keep, keep it going so that you are changing your technology so that you can prevent that. That's my expectation. Right. I don't think it'll ever be like it. یار ساری غائب ہو گئی ہیں کچھ اب بند کرنا پڑے گا اور جو بیٹریز اس کی آ رہی ہیں وہ ساری کی ساری امپورٹ ہو رہی ہیں یا لوکل پروڈکشن ہے اس وقت جو ہم لے رہے ہیں وہ ہم باہر سے لے رہے ہیں بٹ وی ول بی انڈیجنگ بیٹری پروڈکشن دیٹس پاسبل جو جنرلی گاڑیوں وغیرہ میں لگتی ہیں وہ لتھیم آئن ہوتی ہیں یا وہ ڈفرنٹ ہوتی ہیں موسٹلی لتھیم آئن ہوتی ہیں اچھا اور کوئی ایکو سسٹم ہے پاکستان میں ایگزٹنگ جو کہ بیٹریاں بن رہی ہیں بن رہی ہیں ناٹ ایٹ لارڈ اسکیل بٹ آئی تھنک جو بڑی بڑی کمپنیاں ہیں جنہوں نے لیڈ ایسڈ میں جو ہے نہیں آئی اس میں رائٹ سو ونس دے کم ان دیٹ اور جو بائکس کے اندر اس وقت جو ہے بیٹری ڈلتی ہے کوئی تو ڈلتی ہے نا جس کی میرا خیال ہے وہ چلا رہی ہوتی ہے لائٹ شائٹ چلا رہی ہوتی ہے کوئی بیٹری نہیں جلتی ڈرائی سیل چلتی ہے جی جی اس میں ابھی لتھیم آئن نہیں آئی لتھیم آئن از اسینچلی دا ٹیکنالوجی جو سیل فونس پہ لگی ہوتی ہے ٹھیک ہو گیا سو از دیٹ لائک وہ آئی تھنک تھوڑی سی کمپیریٹیولی سلیک بھی ہوتی ہے اور وہ سلیک بھی ہوتی ہے مور اباؤٹ ویٹ ورسز انرجی پروڈکشن سو دے آر ایکسٹریملی مور ایفیشنٹ دین لیڈ ایسڈ لیڈ ایسڈ از ریڈان ان ٹیکنالوجی اینڈ اوور ٹائم ول بی موو آؤٹ فار ناٹ جسٹ الیکٹرک ویکلس بٹ فار ایوری یوز کیس سیل فون ٹاورز یو پی ایس از وٹ ایور لتھیم آئن از دی رائٹ اینڈ جو کرنٹ رینج جو اب آپ فار ایگزامپل کہہ رہے ہیں جو آپ نے پوٹینشلی فوڈ پینڈا رائڈر یا بائک یا رائڈر کر سکتا ہے جی اس کی کتنی ریج ہے تقریباً سیونٹی فائیو کلومیٹرز ہوگی وچ از اباؤٹ بٹ اگین جب بھی اس کو چاہیے تو بیٹری اور اگر سواپ نہ بھی کرے تو میں اس طرح سوچ رہا ہوں جی کہ لیٹس ایزیوم جی آئی ہیو آئی ہیو این ایڈیٹر اینڈ ہی کمس فرام بیری ٹاؤن وہ رات کو لگاتا ہے اور وہ صبح اس کی چارج ہوتی ہے وہ آتا ہے سیونٹی فائیو تو وہ یہاں پر اگر آ کے لگاتا ہے تو از امپاسبل فار ہم ٹو چارج اٹ اینڈ گو بیک آن دا سیم وہ یا اس کو Um, what does that look like? What's the size and what are you looking to do with that? So we raised a million dollars from uh, a network of angels and VCs. Um, a lot of our investment came from the States. Um, Any na- major name? That yeah, I can't know? disclose. We actually have one of a very large tech billionaire uh, who's Achha. part of our network. We, we are under NDA. I can't someone, disclose the name. Uh, but someone exciting that people know about? Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. 
Achha. So it's a good name. And then apart from that, a lot of guys from like private equity and banking in the US. And you continuously in India, at some point we'll know that this particular... So let me keep working on it. Um, but uh, yeah, we got that. And then we, we also brought in some some really great local investors who've been phenomenal partners. So right. uh, first of all, we brought in um, I2I mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, Walt City and then a couple other local business groups and all of them have just been great partners for us what's the vision here um electric mobility electric mobility revolution this is this is the future of mobility and in a country like pakistan and in any any emerging market really where you have a large densely populated um you know uh, country which has low vehicle ownership ratios and gives out a massive amount of their income on transportation and energy mm. that is a, a recipe for disruption If you can figure out electric vehicles, mm. whether you're doing it in a sharing, pure sharing, and you just come and rent the bike, or you're actually purchasing it, what we're looking to do is disrupt transportation in the country such that we make it more convenient, affordable, and environmentally friendly for people to travel. Right. right. So however we skin that cat is, is open for discussion. And so we sort of have found our way into this delivery bike idea, and we're, the sharing idea has proven to be viable. Again, its unique economics are very compelling. Right. If you get it right, it's actually a binary thing. If you look at it globally, there are many scooter sharing companies that are not profitable. Beam in Singapore, Tier Mobility, Void Technology in Europe, Marty in Turkey, uh, uh, a couple in, in the States, um, Lime. Uh, and then there are other companies which just went out of business. And the reason was that they didn't operations or maintenance. Uh, mm. The main thing is your scooter is going to take a beating, right? Because it's being shared. So uh, you have to maintain it. So you have to find durable scooters which you can maintain. Right. You keep your fleet up and running. Number two is you need to run very efficient operations. Right? Right. Battery swapping is part of that. Also fleet re- redeployment, making sure you're putting your, your scooter in the place where the demand is coming. Right. Because it's not a place where you are standing. So we move our fleet dynamically. And we use a lot of analytics to do that, which is why it helps to have a proprietary software. Um, and so if you can get that right, you can make profit. Like it's a real business. It's not like a... A, a cash flow negative business. Right. If you don't get that right, you will go out of business. Right. Uh, so we've, mashallah, I feel like we've gone through that test of mm-hmm. learning it and developing our systems and our operations and our processes and our technology such that we know we can scale this to profitability. And more than that, because we're in it, the vision is that let's go beyond just the sharing, mm-hmm. right? Let's also offer people to buy it. Because day one, literally day one, say the first thing people asked us was, how much is it? Right? How much is it? Which is great. And there's a user for that. But there's a user, and it may be a delivery rider, and it may ultimately be just any consumer as well, who wants that for their home use. And if you can give them savings, and if you can give them utility, and, and you can give them an enjoyable ride, a fun ride, a cool ride, I think you can massively disrupt the market. Mm. And that's the vision. Do you think uh, over the next few years, we're going to see you in four-wheelers as well? Is that a possibility or is that something that you think you wouldn't want to get into? No, I, I think it's possible. Um, ultimately, I think uh, it's possible. Uh, small two-wheelers, small four-wheelers could be interesting. Um, yeah. Three-wheelers could be interesting. Just a guardian, you think? Smart car. Smart car. So, I think that I probably don't use a scooter. Maybe old for it to, I don't know, to burger. It's not about burger. Because in Islamabad, there are so many children who use burger. In my village, every day, it's just all over. You know. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it may not be my thing. You know. But اگر مجھے کوئی کوئی ٹو ویلر ہو تو شاید میں اس کو خرید بھی لوں چاہے مجھے شیئرنگ پہ بھی مل جائے تو میں اس کو بڑے آرام سے یوز کر دوں آئی ڈونٹ مائنڈ ایٹ آل اینڈ 
اس میں ظاہر ہے کہ وہ ایلیمنٹ ہے پرٹیکولرلی میں ایک چیز اس میں وہ کہنا چاہوں کہ وین آئی گوٹ میرٹ وی ہیڈ دس ٹو تھاؤزینڈ کی جو ریٹائرمنٹ پہ ملی تھی ان کو اور اٹ واز اے مینول کار یو نو مائی وائف کوڈ ناٹ ڈرائیو مینول ایز از ود اے لاٹ آف ادر پیپل اینڈ شی ہیڈ لاٹ آف موبیلٹی ایشوز ویر آئی ہیڈ ٹو لائک ڈرائیور ایوری وائر اسکوٹر وہ کر نہیں سکتی تھیں اگر کوئی گاڑی ٹائپ ہوتی تو وہ بڑے آرام سے اس کو یوز کر رہی ہوتی اگر کوئی سستے میں مجھے اسمارٹ کار مل جاتی تو میں شاید اس کو خرید لیتا اور وہ پکی ان کی ہو جاتی اگر وہ مجھے ایسے مل جاتی کہ ان کو کہیں پہ جائیں اور جا کے پیچھے پارک کے سائڈ پہ کھڑی ہوئی ہیں چار گاڑیاں اور وہ لے کر اس کو نکل جائیں تو وہ بھی وہ ہو جاتا پوٹینشلی اس طرح کے سولوشنز آ سکتے ہیں دس از جسٹ اے وائلڈ نو آئی تھنک دیٹس ڈیفینیٹلی دس اسپیکٹرم آف پاسبلٹیز رائٹ ہمیں لگا کہ آپریشنلی ٹو ویلرز ار ایزیئر ہمیں لگا کہ کیپٹل انٹینسٹی کے لحاظ سے بھی ٹو ویلرز اگین وہ ایکو سسٹم ابھی نہیں ہے وہ سارا کچھ نہیں ہے اس لیے میں نے کہا ان ایچ ایونچولیٹی جب ہم الیکٹرک کو گرو کرتا دیکھیں گے ایونچولی کین پینیٹریٹ ایبسولیٹلی اسلام آباد regulation and bureaucracy that needs to be worked on to make sure pe- people have a very clear path to getting it registered and everything's fine. Hmm. So we are... And in terms of custom duty, like uh, battery pe padhti hai custom duty hai, motor pe padhti hai? Dono pe padhti hai. Har mukhtalif part pe farak duty padhti hai. So, uh, for example, batteries and motors are 1% only. Chai jay size kyo? Chai jay size kyo. Acha. Ek pishay dano, you know, I was talking to Sunil Manjan and he pointed out something very, very uh, logical. اس لائک کہ جی آپ نے الیکٹرک پالیسی نکال دی آپ نے اس کو فلیٹ آؤٹ کر دیا جس سائز کی بھی وہ آپ کرتے ہیں اور پھر قوم گئی اور قوم نے جا کے ای ٹرون جیسے بک کرائی اور آپ کا کرنٹ اکاؤنٹ ڈیفیسٹ چلا گیا آسمان پروبلی اس کا ورژن ٹو جب آئے گا تو وہ یہی ہوگا کہ وہ کہیں نہ کہیں کٹ آف لگا دیں گے وہ کہیں گے کہ یار اس سائز کی لائک آبویس سی بات ہے جہاں پر ای ٹرون کا آپ ڈالر اسپینڈ ہے وہاں پر آپ کی جیسی ایک بندے کی سروسنگ ورسز شاید ایک لاکھ بندے کی سروسنگ ہو جائے ڈالر پہ Do you th- would you support something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I think we need to think about okay, what, what are the goals. Uh-huh. Right? What is the policy for? Is it just because we're supposed to have an EV policy because every other country has it or are we trying to achieve certain things? Yeah. So if we're trying to achieve certain things, we need to define what those are. So if we're trying to move people to EVs. Um, Mass market, if we want to bring them. Two wheelers for small vehicles, four wheelers even, but for small vehicles, bring incentives. Yeah. Three wheelers, uh-huh. right? Additional incentives. Make it possible because they can, if you're trying to address pollution rates, mm. 65% of the air pollution in Pakistan is caused by transport. It's not by industry, it's transport. Right. Within transport, 22 million motorcycles versus 4 million cars. Mm. Where do you think the, the pollution is coming from? It's coming from motorcycles. Plus two wheelers and three wheelers have lower emission standards than cars. So mm. for an average... kilometer in an urban center, some studies have found that two-wheelers emit up to four times as much carbon. Not necessarily carbon, but the other emissions that, 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 right. that are part of it, which are very, they're toxic chemicals. We're basically poisoning our air. So if mm. our government policy is, let's get our air cleaner, 
Mm. Then do it on the two-wheeler. Incentivize people to transition, mm. right? Uh, there's so many government programs. Give interest-free financing mm. for the purchase of electric scooters or electric cars, right? That will move people over, make it easy for them to make the transition. You can't just say, and now the world will come together and make it happen. It's about uh, you know, having a vision and pushing it forward. I think the most important thing is finance, which is it's one thing yaar agar wo 80000 rupaye ki vehicle hai 1 lakh ke bajaye chalo that that's one incentive but agar wo 1 lakh 50 ki bhi hai na aur wo agar mere paas ek mujhe 1 lakh rupaye zaris dene pe pad rahi hai aur ek mujhe 10000 rupaye per month pe pad rahi hai agle 15 mahine ke liye so how's this amara case mein we realize this so we have very lined up financial partners to provide installment plans to purchasers so not only will you buy it for 80% of the, purchase, uh, the cost of a motorcycle but you'll also buy it in installments aur aapki jo monthly installment hai it will be more than at least for a high a usage guy like a delivery rider uh, they will more than cover their installment through their fuel savings really? so basically aapko zero ki padi aap 20% down there or whatever jitna bhi hai uh, and then you are covering it interesting so that's a really strong uh, value proposition uh, right? uh, 100% um pehla to mujhe ye bataiyega ki what's the what's the next one year plan aapko zaire funding abhi hui hai aur you know what are the areas jahan par aap expand kar rahe hain ek to aapne kaha ki assembly unit ko properly aap functional karenge bikes launch kar denge uh but what's the plan generally for the next one so the main plan is to launch a pilot in the summer uh with our first version of our delivery scooter and to run that with our battery swapping stations and then to expand that uh later in the year we'll look to raise more capital to expand it um and then in addition to that we'll keep on pushing out our sharing service within Islamabad initially and then we'll look at other opportunities. Theek ho gaya. Um and then also uh, sorry ek uska tha aapne lithium ion ka bola tha at what point do you think it will indigenize ho sakta hai? Yeah, I think in lithium ion ke ye ke there's if we look at the value chain there's uh-huh. all this firstly is mining right so we're not talking about indigenizing that so you have to source it from from somewhere else secondly uske cells bante hain jo cells hain wo pakistan mein nahi bante is waqt available nahi hai and na main ye keh raha hu ke wo right in the short term right what i'm saying is you take those cells and you create battery packs out of them right which is relatively simpler you need to put in a battery management system you need to put in uh, a circuitry and a safe casing for but, uh, i guess if you can assemble cell phones then you can exactly. assemble battery exactly exactly right. right it's exactly the same thing so we can indigenize it and we are indigenizing it but actually you know the sourcing the cells will always be external makes sense makes sense because agar usko aap indigenize kar rahe hain to uske andar phir wo wali cheez aapki khatam ho jati hai you know gaadiyon ki badi gaadi kar rahe hain choti gaadi kar rahe hain eventually we can begin to see a lot of other uh, players doing a lot of other things in the in the space as well yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be exclusive to scooters ek mujhe bataiye mobility automobility absolutely ek cheez mujhe bataiye ka ki abhi jo aap launch kar rahe hain wo to aap delivery ke liye kar rahe hain consumer ke liye do you have a plan something more exciting like جس طرح اگین موڈ سے بات ہو رہی تھی تو دے ریئلی فوکسڈ آن کپل آف تھنگس دے ور لائک ہم ایک یو نو ویر ویر ڈیزائننگ ون جو کہ ویمن اورینٹیڈ ہیں بیکاز ویمن گلوبلی ویمن آن اسکوٹرز از اے بگ تھنگ اینڈ 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 پاکستان میں دیز آئی بلیو دیر از اے دیر از اے بگ اپرچونیٹی دیر کہ اگر آپ اس کو صحیح طریقے سے مارکیٹ کریں وہ کریں تو آئی مین دا پروف آف دیٹ از ان فرنٹ یو ود ایزی بائک آئی مین ہاؤ مینی گرلز رائڈ آر اسکوٹرز اٹس بگ پارٹ آف آر بزنس what we think is the largest opportunity mm. where we think the value proposition of our technology will be most effective uske baad we will discover the market right jo hamari delivery wali scooters kehne matlab ke it's not usable for consumers right so if i'm a consumer and i like the look of it and i want to save fuel then i can come in and buy it right usko mana to nahi karenge um but designing different ones that are say for khawateen ke liye ya phir you know for certain segments of the market uh. that'll come in time 
that'll come in time. But I think, but that will be part of the plan. It's part of the plan for sure. Uh, we'll end up with several different models. Uh, I just think the biggest opportunity by far. और वो चीज हो जाए तो आपका कम अज कम एक कैश का बेसिक चीज इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर सेट होना छोड़ जाएगा के लिए अगर आपके पास चार्जिंग स्टेशन आ गए हैं तो फिर आपको कंज्यूमर को सर्विस करना बहुत आसान है कम्पेयर टू अराउंड लास्ट क्वेश्चन हाउ डू सी पाकिस्तान आई मीन यू बिन योर योर हाफ इंग्लिश योर हाफ पाकिस्तानी लिवड इन कोत यू लिवड इन दुबई दूएस इंग्लैंड एज वेल um and then you recently made the move um how do you see pakistan 30 years from now in 2050 um you know in in obviously in mobility and and innovation and all of those things but overall generally yeah look we pakistan is like this uh complex wonderful country right where there's amazing things happening and terrible things happening all at the same time and uh in on any given day i think you know it's a different You never know which one is going to be taking the the lead. Could be the bad things or the good. But overall I'm a believer in Pakistan and that's why I'm here, right? I'm a believer in the demographic story and what this country can do in its potential. It's geographically uh, like very well located. Uh it has some interesting alliances. Mm. We have a very very entrepreneurial, very vibrant nation with a rich culture. Mm. I think bahut zyada potential hai. Um saath saath mein political headwinds bhi hain. वो मैनेज करने पड़ेंगे एंड आई थिंक आई सर्टनली थिंक इट्स कैन बी इट स्टिल बी क्रेजी प्लेस इन थर्टी इयर्स आई थिंक लेकिन आई थिंक अमेजिंग थिंग दिस कंट्री कैन डू आई थिंक जो एक चीज जनरली यू नो आई हेयर अलॉट इज द डेमोग्राफिक स्टोरी एंड एंड दू नो बिग पोटेंशियली लार्ज कंज्यूमर मार्केट कन्वर्ट करना भी एक बड़ा इंपॉर्टेंट है आपके केस में मैं ये सुनना चाहूँगा कि जाहिर है कि आप आए थे और आप आके एक बड़े डिफरेंट कर रहे थे यू हैड अ को फाउंडर हुड एक्सपीरियंस विद टैक एंड यू क्रिएटेड दैट टेक्स टैक एंड देन हार्डवेयर के अंदर आप जब घुसे एंड जाहिर यू नाउ हैव एन असेंबली यूनिट एंड यू हैव एन आर एन डी टीम रन मी थ्रू अ लिटल बिट ऑफ द टैलेंट इन पाकिस्तान एंड आई एम नॉट सेंग डेफिनेटली इट्स प्रॉब्लम नॉट गोइंग टू बी ग्लोबली कम्पेटिव टैलेंट एट दिस पॉइंट इन टाइम इट्स न्यू एंड इट्स फ्रेश एंड इट्स बींग बिल्ड um but you were able to vertically integrate and i think that was a huge success um how hmm. do you see that keep theek hai you have young people you have potential talent to work do you think ke wo train ho raha hai is it ready to be trained it is re- is it ready to be part of the success story you you look at china in china ke andar wo culture develop ho chuka hua hai like when i speak yeah. to people who have been in, in and out of china they're like yaar china is a definitive global superpower mm. it's forget the politics forget mm. the this or that mm. it's just the folks there they're primed for success mere experience mein the biggest challenge that we have right now is nothing it's not political it's not economic it's not regulation it's not any of those it's literally the talent and the culture around the talent यू डोंट हैव आप आई टी में टेक में चले जाएँ जो बन गया वो बन गया नया टैलेंट आप कह रहे हैं जी वन बिलियन से टेन बिलियन पे जाएंगे टैलेंट है ना यूर यूर सेलिंग हेड काउंट यू नॉट सेलिंग एनी थिंग एल्स यूर सेलिंग हेड काउंट इन आई टी इन कोर आई टी सर्विस बिजनेस आर यू एबल टू मल्टीप्लाई दैट हेड काउंट आर यू एबल टू बिल्ड दैट टैलेंट सिमिलरली आप कह रहे हैं कि यार ठीक है मैंने आज जाकर आई फाउंड द राइट मैंने जैसे तोड़ा उधर से तोड़ा मैंने पैसा लगाया और इस वक्त तो स्टार्टअप में जितना स्टार्टअप आया हुआ है आई वो स्पीकिंग टू अगैन आई वो स्पीकिंग टू मीना की क्या नाम था उसका भूल जाता हूँ यार मेट्रिक मेट्रिक तो मीना मुझे ये कह रही थी कि प्रोडक्ट मैनेजर प्रोडक्ट मैनेजर्स अवेलेबल नहीं है 
आप स्टार्टअप स्पेस में जाएं आपका आईटी टी टैक्स का बंदा इस वक्त नहीं है इट्स क्रेजी प्राइसिंग के ऊपर आपको मिल रहा है और और डेवलप ही नहीं हो रहा um, आप जो है वो सो सो आई थिंक आई फील लाइक कि चाहे वो टैलेंट हो प्योर वाइट कॉलर टेक्निकल मैनेजमेंट लीडरशिप और इवन ब्लू कॉलर रियली सॉर्ट ऑफ फोक्स जो कैन जस्ट लाइक सप्लाई चेन में जो है ना बैठ के पेच लगा रहे हैं आई गैट इस वक्त तो इट्स इट्स अ वेरी आई एम श्योर इट्स अ वेरी डिसअपॉइंटिंग सिचुएशन के यार मुझे वो टैलेंट नहीं मिल रहा डू यू थिंक दैट कैन चेंज लुक एट एन इंडिविजुअल कंपनी लेवल यू कैन क्रिएट अ कल्चर टू चेंज पीपल यू कैन मोटिवेट पीपल यू कैन गेट इन टू देर माइंड एंड यू कैन मेक दम वॉन्ट समथिंग मोर अल्टीमेटली वी ऑल वॉन्ट दैट राइट राइट ओवरऑल एज एट अ मैक्रो लेवल देर नीड्स टू बी स्ट्रक्चरल चेंज एंड आई थिंक इट नीड्स हैपन एट यूनिवर्सिटी लेवल पर्सनली मैं तो शॉक हो गया था यहाँ पे टैलेंट को देख कर बिकॉज नॉट देर टेक्निकल स्किल्स लैकिंग इट्स दे हैव नो आइडिया अबाउट प्रोफेशनलिज्म नो आइडिया हर कंडक्ट इन कंपनी मीटिंग पे टाइम पे पहुँचना इंटरव्यूज के लिए आते हैं दे डोंट हैव टॉक प्रेजेंट दमसेल्स पब्लिक कम्युनिकेशन स्किल्स दीज सॉफ्ट स्किल्स हैव टू प्रायोरटाइज यूर टाइम प्रोफेशनल एथिक That drive, just China की आबाद करें तो that just unrelenting drive कि मुझे आगे बढ़ना है. That's something we don't have yet, and we need to develop that individually. All of us have to continually refine it, and as a nation, we need to develop like a shared vision, mm. right? And if you develop a shared vision, you can have a, you can be a democratic society, you can be a, uh, you know, autocratic. A, an autocratic, a theocratic, you could be communism. But if you have a vision as a nation, you have one way, and you're all going you can go there very fast right hamari mm. we're all moving in different directions it's kind of a jungle so i think there needs to be a shared vision as a country um and as a as a workforce hum karna kya chahte hain and we want to build it exports in pakistan let's go at it let's let the universities go at let's let the government help let's let you know companies sponsor stuff train people so that we just build this massive export industry that rivals india mm-hmm. right that's what we can do if that's our vision If we decide that no, we want to be an agrarian economy, or I'm bad, that you have, we want to keep it like old times. Exactly. So, this is the thing. We have to decide who we really want to be. Yeah. And I'm talking about the other thing. You know, 30-year vision. We were talking about. Individually, I really believe in manifestation. Right. In life, I really do. I believe that we, in many things in this video game, uh, that we call life. uh with our with our avatar is it is it this okay i think that we create it right really and that's been my experience okay you create it because of the way you think and the way you talk and the way you act uh-huh. and you invite things people get look at thing you the universe gives it to you that's a very like magical way of saying it the other way i'd say it is kyar again going back to what i was saying earlier you have 100 things you can focus on every day if those things are negative mm. uh, then the, the 30 things you focus on are negative you let 30 good things go past you mm. 30 opportunities that applies to an individual that applies to a nation mm. one thing with us is that yes there are many problems there are many good things here too mm. we have a habit of just feeling negative and talking negatively kisi bhi baat karo oh yaar ye kya jagah hai ye be positive man let's mm-hmm. try let's try and build something and if you if we if we can develop that and a vision ke hum chahte kya hain jana kidhar jaate hain this is a really really powerful nation and i don't think pakistanis realize that mm. um we've got huge opportunity in front of us and i think if we understood that perhaps we would be more united and more positive in our vision but i really think you're going to get what you're asking for right mm. so um i'm not sure if i'm addressing the talent point but it's my general view on it yeah, yeah. no that makes sense uh yeah. go ahead um 
Hadi, thank you so much for coming. This is very insightful. One hour, thirty minutes. Um, I wish you all the very best for the upcoming launch as well. For summer, maybe I'll call you over. I'm excited to see how it's going to be. Is that going to be in ex- exclusive to Islamabad as well? For we'll now? start in Islamabad. Yeah, Zabardast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I look forward to that, and I look forward to riding one of the scooters, particularly the new ones. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. And for all of you guys, thank you so much for watching. अगर आपको ये एपिसोड पसंद आया और अपने दोस्तों यार साथ जरूर शेयर करिएगा. Let us know in the comment section below what do you think about electric uh, vehicles and potentially this uh, this idea के uh, you know ये uh, एक तो दोनों केसेस में जो ये राइड शेयरिंग मॉडल है इलेक्ट्रिक स्कूटर्स का वुड यू बाय एन इलेक्ट्रिक स्कूटर इफ यू वुड ऑफर्ड वन लेट इस नो इन द कमेंट सेक्शन बिलो फेसबुक वाले नीचे दिए हुए लिंक के ऊपर क्लिक करके टीवी की कम्युनिटी ज्वाइन कर सकते हैं जहाँ पर हम डिफरेंट फीडबैक भी लेते हैं गेस्ट रिकमेंडेशन भी लेते हैं आर्टिकल्स भी शेयर करते हैं जॉइन दर इज वेल ऑडियो प्लेटफॉर्म्स वाले सब्सक्राइब कर दबाएंगे आने वाले एपिसोड्स का नोटिफिकेशन मिलेगी यूट्यूब वाले लाइक कर दबाएंगे एंगेज मिलेगी ज्यादा कॉन्वर्जेशन पहुंचेगी बट एनी दिस वाज़ सही मजा मिलसन जैदी यू आर वॉचिंग थॉट बिहाइंड थिंग्स थैंक यू सो मच फॉर वॉचिंग एंड आंसर नेक्स्ट वन